SEO is AEO. Welcome to the show, Gianluca Fiorelli. Welcome you. <laughs> Thank you. You're the first one to sing back. Oh, well, maybe because I'm Italian. Ah, very we good are the, the, of the country of sing and opera. <laughs> Brilliant. So, so that's my first sing back. And I do thank you. That's a, an honor that I'm very happy you got. Thank you. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, quick introduction. You, on your LinkedIn profile, you say, I love SEO. I've been doing it for 11 years. You're in love with SEO? Uh, yes, I'm still in love, even if there are many things that sometimes make me hate it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yes, yes, I like it. I like it a lot. And I, I noticed you, you, hang on, what was it? It was Telepiu. You're a producer on Italian TV. So before my life as an SEO, I was working in, uh, in the television industry in Italy. Okay. So it was, uh, Telepiu was the Canal Plus branch, Italian branch. And I was actually uh, buying TV copyrights, uh, TV rights for oh, okay. uh, movies and series and... Uh, Brilliant stuff. To, yeah, yeah, it was really nice. Yeah, so some awesome. kind of contracts and negotiating fees and, and that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, and it also creating programming. Okay, so cool. For that sounds like a really fun cycles job. or something like this. Yes, it sounds was like a really nice. This, yeah. I always joke with my friends saying that before SEO, I was used, now I'm going to place these wonderful conferences like here today, Digital, Digital Olympus. <laughs> but when I was going, working in television in a movie, channel, uh, um, my conferences were the Cannes Festival, the Venice Festival, <laughs> so okay, that, that yeah. kind of events. Okay, yeah, I, I've, I've been to the Cannes Festival, uh, yeah. but the animation one. Oh, cool. Because there's the film one and the animation yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, my sister went to the Cannes Festival uh, for a film because she's a film director. Ooh. Yeah, it's cool, isn't it? Isn't it? Yeah. Film world. So, you, me and my sister have all been to Cannes. Sure. Maybe we have some kind of six degrees of separation because of your Yeah, we could, we, could, we could link ourselves in the knowledge graph. Yes, Great exactly. So Gianluca, myself and my sister are now linked together. No, we, we can find the triplets. We're away here. So, not talking about triplets or yeah. the knowledge graph, because that's all I ever talk about, as you noticed. We're going to talk about international SEO, which is something we haven't covered on the, on the show, and I'm really interested, because mm -hmm. uh, you might know I live in France, or I lived in France. Uh, so I, I get a lot of French clients who are asking me to do international SEO, so I need to know. Yeah. Great, so it's making it internationally. Uh, first question is, why do most SEOs fail when designing an international SEO strategy? Because they start with SEO. This is Ooh. the biggest mistake. They start with SEO only. And so they start thinking, uh, I have to do with a, a country domain name or I have to uh, consolidate the subdomain to a uh, subfolder. And they forget that there are business reasons before going international. Why the company is going international? Why is going to this country and not this other country? Maybe these data are contradicting your own data as an SEO, because maybe you are saying, oh, you are receiving a lot of traffic, for instance, from India. Mm. You should do something with an Indian website, but maybe it's not in the interest of a, mm -hmm. of a client to target India. So maybe, <laughs> if you don't know this, maybe you are going to work for 
gaining more traffic from India and maybe the client what he wants is I don't want tra Indian traffic. So yeah. this is sometimes, mo mostly of the times, the biggest mistake. So looking at the business reasons first yeah. and deciding how you're going to move For forward. For instance, I had a client which has, uh, I was wondering, how, why are you creating so many websites? Mm -hmm. When substantially you are selling the same thing worldwide, it would be also in terms of mm, rationality and mm -hmm. <laughs> SEO to have just one website with different subfolders eventually. Yeah. And he was saying because we, we have a problem with logistic and, and okay. because we, we need to have the warehouse is close to our clients. So that's why we need to have a, a website mm -hmm. which is for the US, a website for Europe, a website for Australia, Australasia and so on. And that's why all the difficulties because the content was substantially duplicated, triplicated yeah. and so on. But if you don't know these kind of things, then you start getting crazy in international SEO because you are trying to fight with the clients to convince them to do some things that cannot be done because of business reasons. And yeah. sometimes there are also legal reasons. Yeah, okay. What I was, sorry, I was thinking is uh, marketing, we, we're doing digital marketing, we're yeah. no longer SEO, um, but in fact it's marketing in a digital world and marketing is what you're saying, marketing yeah, comes exactly. first, business and marketing. Is that right? Yeah, totally right. Right, so it's not digital marketing anymore, it's marketing in the digital world. Yes, and using, in the case of SEO, is using Google as a mean for doing marketing. Brilliant, a means to an end. Brilliant, I love that. Um, the best international SEO architecture is always a mix of multilingual and multicultural. That's your statement. Yes, this is my statement because it's mostly because of experience. Uh, Sometimes people try to figure out, let's say, going trying to target all at the same time, mm -hmm. all the countries mm -hmm. with the same strategy. When actually, is this is really contrary to what is the international SEO philosophy, which is localizing. So sometimes you have to prioritize stuff. Yeah. Uh, the problem of international SEO is that it's always under budget. Okay. Because um, this is a, a problem that should be addressed to the clients because the client thinks, okay, I've done the website for the men's mm -hmm. site, I just simply translate stuff yeah. in other languages and then I target. So I can target, an, I don't know, Spain or mm -hmm. Italy or France. Mm -hmm. And this is not so true. So you have, knowing that we have a, a poor budget, we have to prioritize things. So the best way is starting usually with, okay, targeting my main market yeah. with a specific version, country yeah. version, so doing multi-country SEO for most markets. Mm -hmm. And then let's start targeting potential new markets with a multilingual SEO. So for instance, if I don't have a budget to create a specific localized blog mm -hmm. post for all the countries I'm targeting, just do the blog post yeah. The blogs all in one, yeah. multilingual, so you are targeting all the English people, all the Spanish people, but not the UK people, yeah. the USA people. So and, because and you if cannot you really do it. dig down, then then you're looking at multicultural as well. Is, yeah, is not only translating, but also looking or some things, some blog posts simply won't work because culturally speaking, it's not interesting. So there's no point in translating. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. should approach it differently. So, if I may add a third, which is my favourite thing, is everything in threes. It's multilingual, multicultural, and multicultural. Exactly. Super duper. 
That's yeah, brilliant. that's why I usually do, I say that the, the real job is we always think about globalization when we should think about localization. Mm -hmm. It's a product can be global, let's say like Coke, mm -hmm. Coke or McDonald's, they are global. Yeah. But the real success they have is because they are able to localize to the uh, yeah. sensibility and behaviors of a local culture. Yeah, okay. Great stuff. That's brilliant. Now I've got a wonderful statement that, I, I, that you sent me, in fact. It was, geofencing is bad for SEO, local aware indexing is a myth, and IP redirection is the evil. Yeah. Can you explain that? I like oh, well, the evil Actually, the today, mm, you are at Digital Olympus because we are here, guest of it, Digital, Digital Olympus. There was a talk about it, it was uh, exactly about this. It was saying that a big mistake was because geo, geo IP redirection. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, I hate geo IP redirection. I had a client who did it and they didn't understand why the correct language version of their site was coming up for country specific searches of their brand. And it was because of that. Yeah. Am because I right? I, 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 mean, we, I changed that for them. I told them to change it. And the, the problem was sorted out in a couple of weeks. Yeah, because the problem is that um, it, it, it can be useful for the user some, sometimes mm -hmm. to offer, uh, and for instance, I'm landing domain.com and I'm in Spain. Mm -hmm. And so it's not right, rather directing me mm -hmm. to the slash ES version mm -hmm. because I'm in Spain. The problem is that sometimes people forget mm -hmm. that uh, somehow created a geofence. So uh, it always remind you, um, mm -hmm. it's always sending you back to the Spanish version, mm -hmm. even if I want to see other version. And this is bad for SEO because Google is coming from the States mm -hmm. most of the time, 99% yeah. of the time. So substantially it's another user. Mm -hmm. And so you are already writing hit mm. Google to the US version. And if you are not allowing him to also go to mm. the other version as you are doing with me, he always will crawl and index only the US version. Yeah. Then coming back to the laws, where in Europe specific, where is now a new directive that is going to be translated into laws by the local governments. But okay, we have Schengen. Mm -hmm. Schengen. And Schengen is uh, freedom of movement for the people and goods. That was very good to explain it to people who aren't from Europe. Yeah. Um, Americans, Schengen is freedom of movement of people within the countries, within the group of countries that are yeah, yeah, but it's also free movement of goods. So okay. uh, that means that I can buy something in France mm -hmm. uh, when I'm in France and don't have any uh, custom issues mm -hmm. because I bought it. It's, um, it's a European product bought from another European country. Mm -hmm. And this now applies also to the internet. Okay. So if I am in Spain, mm. and for instance in Amazon, for, let's yeah. say, and I see that a book, a French book in Spain is, let's say, 50 euros. Mm -hmm. And when I go to, Google, to Amazon France, mm. and I see that in France is 30 euros, I can buy it in France. Yes and send me. Mm -hmm. And this is something that many companies weren't really liking to do okay. because obviously uh, people were going to the cheaper. Yeah, shopping around. 
but or maybe taking occasion for uh, taking advantage of offers just for the local market. Yeah. So a good example of that in the music industry is I, I buy kind of musical instruments and this this kind of the, the sound equipment and Toman, which is a German company, is uh-huh. much cheaper than the French equivalents. So of course everyone goes to Toman, and that must cause enormous problems for the for the French companies. Yeah, to, 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 Toman sell absolutely everywhere. It's brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now, if this is uh, an obligation to for the European law, that all the websites that are selling to Europeans must allow to the European citizen to go to every European version they have okay. to see the offer they want. Okay. And so on. This is really shocking. With sometimes you know things yeah, like geof- so. That's why you cannot do geofencing. In, in Europe. Mm, the European government, the mm. European Parliament is already fining companies because of this. Okay. Uh, I think it was GAP. I'm not sure, not totally sure it was GAP, but probably I'm quite confident it was GAP. Mm. It was already fined with a multi-million euro fine because of this. Okay. Because it was uh, substantially gating the offers mm-hmm. uh, behind uh, geofencing, so practically obliging people to stay on the local version. Mm. And so Europe say, you cannot do that. If right. you don't remove this geofencing, I'm going to fine you. No, brilliant. You didn't do it, fine. Great. No, no, so, and, and this is, this is a, a point of international SEO that I hadn't really thought about, the, the whole uh, Schengen thing. Um, absolutely brilliant, uh, bringing all these things to, to my attention, at least. Hopefully also helping yeah, out. Yeah, these are the kind of things that when we do international SEO, we, we forget to ask. Mm. Okay, content for international SEO. That's something you've got a lot to say about? I can do it really quickly. Just thinking <laughs> in, in the sense that for instance, I was, we were talking about movies before. Yeah. We know that certain kind of movies are, for instance, are really liked by French people, but mm-hmm. doesn't have, don't have any kind of success outside of France. Yeah. So if the same is with content in a website. Okay, yeah. Brilliant. You, can, you cannot think that everything you're writing, for instance, in your blog, mm-hmm. can be interesting for all the people you are targeting in the different countries. So, uh, for instance, it's really important to, to really localize your content, but it's mm-hmm. not just a question of localizing in terms of translation, using the good grammar, the mm-hmm. good orthography and so on. It's really um, focusing on how to deliver the message you want, but with a local flavor. Yeah, within the culture. That you're, yes, that you're again. So, yes, so you, really you, need, you need a content team for each Ideally, yes. Ideally, ideally, yes. In fact, for but instance... you don't have the budget, is what you said earlier on. Oh. That's why you have to eventually start with few countries, so to okay. improve the revenues from this, your most priority country, and then with time, you can eventually expand. Yeah. Thanks also, because so you can see showing data with success data to the client, yeah. so you can have more budget allocated for the other countries. So don't bite off more than you can chew, nibble, Exactly. But I found also another way. Uh, for instance, uh, for a client in, uh, in the auto, in hotel chain uh, company, a Spanish one, mm-hmm. it was essentially translating all the blog posts from the Spanish blog to English, mm-hmm. and sometimes to Italian, to Russian, to other yeah. languages that the other countries was targeting. So I was saying, okay, what are your destinations? Mm-hmm. Okay, not all destinations are popular in every country. For yeah. instance, 
in Italy, people are not maybe so interested about your Morocco destination. Mm -hmm. They are more interested, I don't know, Sharm el Sheikh in, mm -hmm. in Egypt. So let's see the trends of your destination in the single country, your main yeah, markets. Okay. And depending on the rankings of this destination, we decide, okay, this post should be uh, created first in the yeah. Italian version or in the Spanish version or in the British version. Okay, so and then when different. you need it, you put in your cal editorial calendar to translate it for the other languages. Okay, but so you yeah. create the content that really matters for the market. Yeah, so you prioritize differently yeah. in different countries. Doing so, you can also rationalize the spam. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so the word cultural culture yeah. comes up again. I mean, and, but and that's I why I like really like international SEO because it obliges you not just to be thinking in technical stuff or something yeah. like this. It's more like really discovering things. I mean, what I'm hearing from this is what tends to be forgotten is the cultural element. Yeah, um, and the, the priorities are different. The content is different. I, that's absolutely brilliant. Now we're going to come to the the, the, the question, the really boring technical question yeah. about. Uh, Hreflang myths and the canonical trick. I'm, I'm intrigued by this. Oh, well, the canonical trick actually is a really old trick. Oh. Um, but about the Hreflang, that I think that people always think that they, you know, we always talk in international SEO about geotargeting, mm -hmm. and people, many people think that the Hreflang mm -hmm. markup is a. a increasing the geo-targeting mm -hmm. of, uh, of a document, yep. when it's not. Okay. Actually, HRL flag is it's also told, said by Googlers, Googlers, it's working in the link graph. Okay. And it's substantially a, a signal that they say, hey Google, this content is for this country and for the people speaking this language in this country, yeah. for instance. So, even if these contents are substantially identical, Mm -hmm. Please swap yeah. the URLs that you would put mm -hmm. and use the URLs that I want you to put. Mm -hmm. So it's not a geo-targeting factor. So it's not because you are using the HRF language that you are going to rank better, uh, for instance, in, in google.es yeah. or google.co.uk. It's not a ranking factor yeah, it's at all. it's a handy hint for Google. Yes, it's just a signal. And, and, and a country like Switzerland. It's like, a, yeah, it's like a, a traffic... Uh, traffic cop, yeah. yeah. And, and in Switzerland, you've got Italian, German, French, and uh, another language, the fourth one, I can't remember what it else off the top of my head. So you have the CHFR, CHDE, CHIT um, Italian. Yeah. Um, brilliant. I Swiss, Switzerland is, is, is cool for that. Belgium, too. And then in French, you've got Canadian French, Belgian French, yeah. uh, French French, uh, and well, just think of all the Spanish version assisting in the oh, world. Oh, yeah, Spanish must be even worse. Or even better, depending on how you look at it, because you've got loads of countries that speak yeah. Spanish with substantially different languages, substantially different yeah, vocabulary. Yes. I always use an example for Spanish, which is really funny, because in Spain, uh, for, let's say in English, car is car. Mm. Or our at last automobile, but nobody mm. use, really use no. automobile. But in Spanish... It sounds a bit silly, wouldn't it? Yeah. I'm, get, but, I'm, uh, I'm taking my automobile, uh, automobile <laughs> to Paris. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, yeah, nobody would take you seriously. But for instance, in Spanish, in Spain we use uh, coche. Okay. But coche is not used in Mexico. In Mexico they use carro. And okay. the funny thing about carro in Spain is the stagecoach. So oh, okay. if you're in Spain, are you, uh, 
for instance, in the, your product page about mm. your electric car, uh, please uh, discover the new electric car. It's people will start laughing like crazy. It's the historical element. Is, yeah. the, is the fact that that word has been has evolved in Spain, but not in Mexico. Um, yeah, exactly. and, and the historical element of Spain. Uh, and the same is, for instance, in I think in Argentina they use autos. Okay. Yep. So another version. So that's why when you are targeting uh, a language or a, in a specific country, it's always better to really know the people doing mm. SEO there. Yeah, and I'm, I'm, I'm sorry to be a killjoy, but your budget problem comes back again. Yes. Under budget, people won't pay for it or the, the, the budget isn't available. Once again, you need to nibble and not bite off more than you can and chew. And that's why you have to prioritize stuff. Brilliant stuff. Last thing is the canonical trick. The canonical trick is, it's an old trick. Glenn Gabe uh, talked about it okay. also, um, I think last year. And substantially, it's something that formally, when you're using the HRF line, you must always use, indicate as an alternative, mm-hmm. uh, URL canonical. Yep. But this is uh, not possible. I mean, sometimes it's not possible because, because of budget. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have substantially uh, created a mirror site for UK, mm-hmm. English, Canadian, uh, UK, Ireland, Australia, and so on. Mm-hmm. So even if you are using the HRF flag, if you are using correctly mm-hmm. the HRF flag, Google will still consolidate mm-hmm. this duplicated version. So. The canonical trick is essentially going against the HRF line okay. rules. And so saying, admitting, okay, Google, I know these are duplicates. So I put, the, I canonicalize mm-hmm. all the duplicates to the main version. But in the HRF line, I will still suggest you to show the URL, for instance, if I say that the UK version is duplicate of the US version, with the canonical, in the HRF language, I will still say to Google to show mm. the UK okay. URL, which is formally un- incorrect mm-hmm. for the HRF language rules, but it works. Okay, super, brilliant. I didn't know that trick. I'm glad you told me. Did- Obviously, I always tell people that be- being this not a formal best practice, uh, always test it. Brilliant stuff. Thank you very much. SEO is AEO. Thank you, Gianluca. And thank you to you. (laughs) Brilliant.